tried going on HBO Max last night to uh, find something to watch. <laughs> fucking wish I could go on that fucking app. Didn't even load. It stood on, a, on the purple loading screen for 10 minutes, and then, and then the app just crashed. I'm like, what the hell are we doing here? It's bullshit, too. And everybody's like, just say you have shitty Wi-Fi. Like, no, motherfucker. It's not that. It sat there for like 10 minutes, and then the app just crashed. And they're like, oh, yeah, because you have Fire Stick. It has nothing to do with the fucking Fire Stick, you jerk off, okay? And yeah. nothing to do with the Wi-Fi. I could be on fucking the International Space Station, and that shit could still fuck up. HBO Max has, like, the best library of shit to watch, too. It's got all the DC shit. Like, I yeah. love HBO Max, but I can't watch it. I literally buy physical media, too. So, like, I have all the digital codes. So I just go to Voodoo now. If I want to watch Game of Thrones or something, I just watch it there because I know HBO, once I start watching, I'll just get the three dots popping up constantly every fucking five minutes. Welcome back to the G-Qual Podcast. Me and Mike are back here again. There's a conspiracy theory going around that Ben Simmons faked back surgery uh, because a photo was released by him on Instagram of him in the car after his back surgery. So it was announced, I believe on Thursday, that, that he was getting surgery. And then the next day, he got the surgery and he posted a picture of himself on Instagram in the car uh, post-surgery. I do believe we have the photo here. Let, let me pull it up of Ben Simmons. This is his, via his Instagram story. Here is the photo right here of Benjamin Simmons. Uh, surgery went well. Thank you for the well wishes. Um, people are saying that this part right here says visitor, uh, even though it, it should say patient or something like that. And they do see his hospital uh, wristband right here. But some are saying that this is not a, a real thing because if he just had major back surgery, that he wouldn't be sitting up in the car like that and smiling like that. Some guy put on Twitter that he got the same back surgery that Ben Simmons did and he was not smiling after his surgery. Dude. At what point, like, do you not realize, like, it's just better not to post shit? Because all you're going to do is walk yourself into a bigger hole that you're not going to be able to get out of. And he just keeps on fucking doing it. He's a fraud. He's literally just trying to plant the seeds for the NBA so that he can get his fucking recoup of his pay from this last season. To remind everybody, he played zero games this season and he was supposed to collect close to 33 mil per, uh, but to make matters even worse, another report came out saying that the Nets and the Barclays Center have lost between 50 to 100 million dollars combined this season. So that has now sparked rumors that the Nets are going to relocate and go somewhere else. And, and I think they should, I, I think the Nets should relocate. I, I, they had to leave Brooklyn. They should have never left New Jersey. People in New Jersey like that team. They they were pretty fucking good, too. They went to the finals a bunch. Jason Kidd, like, that's a legendary squad. It's either they're going to move back to Jersey or it's Seattle. I think that's the only option pretty much now. Let's be honest. New York is a Knicks town. Yeah, never will be anything other than a Knicks town. New York is a Knicks town. It, it will never be a Nets town. There are actual people that go to Barclays Center and say that there are no fans there and that no one actually shows them and no one's actually a really a Brooklyn Nets fan because it, it's just dominated by the Knicks. So that was their first big, big mistake was going into a city where they know, hey, th this is a Knicks fan base and this is a Knicks town and, and will never be that person. So there there, there was rumors too that uh, the Timberwolves could move, could move to Seattle because A-Rod has those Seattle ties. But if there, if there was a team who would be willing to move to Seattle, they would get their golden child, again, Kevin Durant, going back to Seattle. So that could be 
a good move for them. If, if, if they decide to do that, I'm not sure if they want to do that or not. If you got to run promotions to get fucking butts in the seats for a fucking playoff game, that tells you all you need to know. The Nets are, that's, that's embarrassing. What's even more embarrassing is the fucking Miami Heat at game time at 7.30, you can see empty fucking seats all over the court. I get it. It's Miami. But this is round two of the playoffs, and you can't right. get to the game on time. Like, that would never happen in Philadelphia. People are fighting to get into the goddamn stadium in Philly. Like, fucking, it's 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 bullshit that a, a town like Miami is allowed to have, like, nice things. Like, you get nice things, you get good players, people want to go there, and you, your fan base is, is just a fucking bunch of frauds that just, the same with, L, they're the same with LA people. USC fans, I remember when Penn State played fucking USC for the Rose Bowl. We were walking to the Coliseum and people were walking from their houses like these rich people. They're like, yeah, I think we're playing the University of Pennsylvania. Like, that's an Ivy League school. You're playing Penn State <laughs> University. Get the fuck out of here. This is the Rose Bowl. How do you not know who you're playing? I see fans going to the Heat games. It's uh, Instagram models going there and people that don't even know anything about Heat basketball. Heat culture. So I, I'm not sure if Heat culture is dead or not, but that, that's who I mainly see is I go on Instagram and for people I follow, the IG models that, that are post, they're, they're all at the Heat games. But then I don't they... know if you, if you saw this. In, like, game uh, two in Miami, Sixers series, there was a woman in a full-on red dress courtside next to the coach. Like, what are you doing? This is a basketball game, not the right. fucking Met Gala or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> Met Gala, yeah. Uh, they gave Duncan Robinson. I'm I have a big rant about this guy. He, this guy, Duncan Robinson, is the biggest finesser of all time. He is in year two of a five-year, ninety million dollar contract, and he has two do not plays in the first four games of the Heat's last four playoff games, and he's collecting ninety million dollars. He's averaging ten points, and he's shooting thirty-seven percent from the field this season. But he's fucking getting ninety million dollars to to get do not plays in the playoffs. Biggest finesse of all time. It's yeah. wild. Duncan Robinson was a fucking sniper. In the, the bubble. Yeah. Up until, I don't know what the hell happened this year. I thought the Sixers were going to be like buried because they got the other unside fucking guy who came out, Spruce, nailing fucking shots yeah. too. So I thought the Sixers were going to be just killed. Yeah, well, it, it's, it's because they, they brought back Oladipo, who has now stolen Robinson's minutes. And so now they have so much depth on the team. Mike, Mike just said Max Strauss, Duncan Robinson. Now they got Oladipo. Oladipo stealing those minutes from Duncan Robinson. That, that, so he's now, he's now getting uh, DMPs in the playoffs, which is disgusting for someone that's, ma that's making $90 million to average fucking 10 points a game. We talked about Carl Towns last week. And uh, I went on Twitter this week and saw that uh, fans were going crazy over this uh, Devin Booker mural that went viral. And uh, apparently people were upset by it because they said it looks more like Carl Anthony Towns than it does Devin Booker. So I do believe we had the photo here. I believe it's right here. <laughs> that is definitely Carl Anthony Towns. They said this right here, this gentleman right here. Is Carl Anthony Towns, and I can definitely see that. That, that doesn't like Carl Towns. That is not think, Devin Booker. I don't think Devin Booker's ever had that dark of a beard before. I don't, I, he's, he's never had that dark of a fucking skin tone, first of all. Look at this guy. <laughs> guy this, man, this gentleman is black. Uh, people were upset that I said that CP3 was overrated and that he was shit. 
um, and that, uh, you know, he's carrying the Sons and th th that they, they wouldn't be anywhere without him. Um, we have the stats right here. Game three, uh, Chris Paul had 12 points and seven turnovers. And then in game four, uh, he had five points and he missed the entire fourth quarter because he was in foul trouble. Is this your king? Is this, is this the guy who you respect and adore and who is this um, mentoring and caring Devin Booker? 12.7 turnovers, and then, and then the next game he drops 5 points, and he's out for the entire fourth quarter because the, the Mavericks figured out the way he plays. They, they figured him out. They double-teamed him every time, he, every time he touches the ball, and they, they've exposed Chris Paul. I've seen that people were doing like these all-decade teams, and they were debating about this. Uh, so I had Dave uh, and our team assemble the greatest teams of, of every decade in the NBA from the 90s to the 2010s. And uh, I have not seen this list, so, so I, I had no input on this. It's formatted in uh, starting five and then five bench players. Uh, so here we go. So for the 90s, we got point guard uh, Gary Payton, shooting guard Michael Jordan, small forward Scottie Pippen, power forward Charles Barkley, center Hakeem Olajuwon. Bench Shaq. Uh, Clyde Drexler, Patrick Ewing, Reggie Miller, David Robinson. Pretty solid bench. I do agree with this one. This one's pretty solid. Uh, 2000s may, may, be a, may be a little controversial. We got uh, point guard. Mike's wearing it right now. AI at point guard right now. Uh, shooting guard, Kobe. Small forward, LeBron. Power forward, Tim Duncan. Center, Shaq. And then the bench is Kevin Garnett, Dwayne Wade, T-Mac, Jason Kidd, and Dirk. Now, this, this one's very tough. I would go... Ray Allen as well could be thrown in there if we're doing 15 players. He, he deserves to be in there. Ray Allen on the signs was a fucking beast. So I'm, I'm going to throw him in there, Ray Allen as well, if we're doing 15 players. Cause it, we are, it was limited to 10, Dave said, uh, which he did because he's a lazy fuck. And uh, he, he did 10, but, but, but I do think uh, Ray Ray deserves to be in that uh, 2000s team. Think, trying to think of like the, uh, some of the guys on the Pistons when they were lighting it up. Chauncey uh, Billups, Rip Hamilton, Ben Wallace. Yeah. They'd be um, more of a bench player, though. Not, right. They would not be a starting five. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The, the starting five is, is locked, for my, in my opinion. AI, yeah. Kobe, LeBron, Duncan, or Shaq. That's just nobody Can't else. Can't do any them. better. Yeah. Bench, KG, Dwayne Wade, T-Mac, Jason Kidd, Dirk Nowitzki. Fair enough. Uh, Dre Allen should be thrown in there. Mike said a couple, couple of Pistons players. Uh, Mello didn't add him in there. Could be thrown in there. Mello in 07 was pretty big. So Tony Parker could be thrown in there as well. 2010s we got uh, Curry at point guard, James Harden at shooting guard, KD at small four, LeBron at power four, and then center Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis? How the fuck is Joel Embiid not the fucking center? Uh, bench is Kobe, uh, Kobe, Kawhi, Dwayne Wade, Paul George. <laughs> Joel Embiid easily has to be a starting center on that. All right, He's so we're taking drafted in thirteen. AD offered Joel. Yeah, AD can't cover Joel for shit. And then bench is Kobe, D Wade, uh, Kawhi, Paul George. We got Derrick Rose on there. Uh, Derrick Rose is not on here. Prime D Rose has to be on the bench. I agree with that. It's a little hard to when they. Errors overlap, like guys are still in their prime, yeah. kind of teetering out of it. Mellow, too, it, it could be in, in, in the 2010s as well. He, he was a beast from 2010 to 2012. New York Knicks Mellow after his little stint in fucking Denver. Denver. 
last week we we talked about the the Eagles fan Sean Young who was uh, supposedly kicked out from his own fandom and uh, asked to step aside and uh, it appears that uh, Sean Young has retracted his own statement about the Eagles uh, and said this uh, via Facebook as a follow-up to a previous post I spoke with someone from the Philadelphia Eagles organization about a call I received last summer I was informed that who I spoke with had zero reason and was not speaking to anyone uh, from the Eagles brass about me being requested to step down. I feel much better about this, but still hold on to my decision to not wear my gear for games home and away going forward. Again, Philly sports guy had nothing to do with this and should not be bashed for what he's doing. He's a legit fan and he's doing his thing. We are one fan base. No one is better than the next. So... It appears that the that Sean Young was uh, pranked by somebody and at and who was asked to step down. He believed him, decided to step down, and now cannot go back to being uh, the biggest Eagles fan out there because he, he would look like a jerk off who who fell for a prank and has now back because all of it was was a big misunderstanding. He did say that like he was on his way out anyway. It's just like it was the little push he needed to like take the gear off and everything but also side note we did reach out to sean young about coming on the podcast and we have we have gotten no response yet so he see mike mike reached out to him apparently mike said he, he saw that he saw and read the message but did not respond is that true little picture showed up when it said when people view your messages on facebook picture showed up so it, it was seen so sean if you want to come on and explain this whole thing uh please do I'm sure you're a very nice guy. But we, we're not asking for you to smear the Eagles, but we're just asking for the content. So that's all we need. All we need is the content. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not asking you to, uh, you know, be a G-Quad fan on the fucking ad football games, dress up in red and black uh, every game and go to Eagles games. And oh, if, if you want, that'd be hilarious if we, if we got him to do that. Just wear G-Quad fucking uh, shit on his fucking face. <laughs> Makes me feel better, though, about, the, like, that my Eagles aren't, like, a scumbag organization, like, like right. doing that to him, like. How that that'd be insane if they actually did do that shit. Like, now we want to implant our our guy as the face of this organization. Like, fuck out of here. Anybody could be it. Philly has treated this podcast and myself with immense loyalty and support. So we we appreciate Philly Nation and the Philly Sports Mafia uh, out there. And I do feel bad for Sean Young, who was clearly a big Eagles fan. Who if if, if you're that guy who called him and pranked him and said to step down, you're a fucking you're a piece of shit. Go fuck yourself. You're a jerk off for doing that. Like, who does that? And how, how do they even get his phone number? I, that was what I was thinking, too. It's got to be somebody you knew in your past life, somebody you grew up with, like, right. that just had your number from when you used to be younger or something. Like, there's no, there, you, you can't just go fucking type in, in a phone. Dude, I was thinking about this the other day. Phone books were wild, dude. Like, it's it's been a minute since we used to have those in every single household. But, bro, you had your name, your address, everything mm -hmm. you could need. Like, how the hell were people not getting stalked and kidnapped more? Like, holy shit. Do, do you remember when, when phone books would be delivered to your house for free yes, in the mail? Yeah. And they would show up on, on your, like, front steps and you would, like, pick them up and fucking have one. I have a big-ass phone book every, every every year or so that they, they, they would have one delivered. For those that are younger humongous yellow phone book that would be mailed to your house for free in a plastic bag and on the mine mine, mine would be sitting there for fucking all the entire year all fucking wet because <laughs> nobody ever ever picked it up from my phone from my from my front steps 
and that was a big thing with the big yellow phone, which they, they would have everything. Real people on there, restaurants, hotels, all that shit was in the big-ass yellow phone book. Uh, Antonio Brown, uh, he was on a podcast uh, uh, last week. And uh, he said that he doesn't feel bad for Colin Kaepernick not being able to play in the NFL because he took the deal and says he was trash on the field. Now, we have the soundbite right here. So this is courtesy of Cigar Talk Podcast. He took the deal. We don't feel sorry for you. You took the deal. Fuck out of here. Oh, Kaepernick. Man, you on fucking Nike, man. Fuck out of here. Oh, so he good. You think he good? Hell yeah, he good. But you know the I want to get back in the nah, league, Nah, he don't want to play, man. He was trash, everything. Man, Kaepernick did all that and took the money and then got the commercials. We don't see Kaepernick outside. Where he at? I ain't never seen him outside. I never seen him outside. All right, so, like, don't even say I see him it. throwing the ball, trying to get back in, though. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, but he already took the money. All oh, that's cap. Like, mm. we ain't respecting that, bro. You took the money, the commercials. Yeah. We don't see you outside. We don't see him in the hood. He don't do nothing. Like, yeah. we cool, but now nah, we ain't even saying Kaepernick. He not even from the hood. He don't even been in the trenches. Yeah. Like we like Kevin Nick and all, but like yeah. we ain't, we ain't really on that. So as black people, we need to get that clear. You don't see Kaepernick outside. Neither do I. <laughs> AB, what does that even mean? Come on, man. What are you even saying? He took the contract. He got signed to Nike. He did commercials. He's doing social justice work. Like he is busy doing that shit. Why else, like, you got paid doing that. Why the hell would you want to be in the NFL? Like, if you're out of it, like, nobody comes back after five years and can perform like that. There's rumors that, that he does have an opportunity to be a backup with the 49ers, with the Seahawks. Uh, that could be a possibility. But then again, they got Drew Locke. Uh, they could get Baker Mayfield, which has been a big rumor for them as well. So Kaepernick is uh, rumored to be ha have a nice shot at being a backup in the NFL. I, I think if teams do that, it'd it basically be a PR stunt for them, in my opinion. Uh, but Kaepernick did not have the best stats in the league. But the way he was treated in the league, in my opinion, he was blackballed for, for what he did, as m m many, many other players were. But his play on the field as well. Did, did have a big part in that of him being out the NFL. His last season there was not very good. Speaking of, of getting kicked out of the league, DeAndre Hopkins, he was suspended for six games for violating the NFL's performance-enhancing drug policy. Uh, he put out a statement saying this. He said, in my 10-year NFL career, I have never tested positive for using performance-enhancing drugs. To learn, my, my November test came back with trace elements of a banned substance. I was confused and shocked. I'm very mindful of what I put in my body and I've always taken a holistic approach. So I am working with my team to investigate how this could happen. But even as careful as I have been, clearly I wasn't careful enough. For that, I apologize to Cardinals fans, my teammates, and the entire Cardinals organization. I never want to let my team down. I fully intend to get to the bottom of this. As soon as I have more information, I will share it. Get to the bottom of what? You took it. You're fucking, you're, the, you're guilty. I love like when every player that ends up getting like busted for whatever it is, they say, I don't know where this came from. Like, <laughs> I know what I put in my body. Or then they say, oh, I just took what my trainer told me to take. Right. I trusted him. Like, that's what I pay him for. Why would I read the labels and shit? Like, they always play dumb. I plan, I fully plan to get to the bottom of this. I, I'll, I'll figure it out for you right now, Diop. It was you. you. You took the fucking substance that was banned by the NFL. You thought you would get away with it. You obviously did not. And now you're banned for six games. So uh, Same thing with John Jones. Uh, I, I remember a couple, a couple years back, he, he, was, he was supposed to fight Daniel Cormier. And he, he took that, um, 
male enhancement drug. I love that really? shit. They're like, oh, I took I took a gas station dick pill. Like, yeah, that's all it was. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. Get from the gas station. Like, yeah. what, what? You make millions of dollars per year in, in fighting in the UFC, and you're getting shit from the gas station? Come on, man. You you gotta do better than that. You have like trainers and medical staff that can get you these supplements for free. And you're over here going to the fucking gas station and getting yourself banned by the UFC for, I think it was a couple years before he came back and fought Cormier again. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, he's pissed off. He was asked by the press if he was going to mentor Malik Willis. And he said, we're competing against each other. We're watching the same tape. We're doing the same drills. I don't think it's my job to mentor him. But if he learns from me along the way, then it's a great thing. I agree with them. It's not his job to, to mentor Malik yeah. Willis. They're playing the same position they're fighting for the same starting spot it's not his job listen as a human being it's it's only natural that that you are taken aback by by someone who's was drafted to take your job it's a business like that's all the bottom line you have a short window to get as much money as you can and perform at the highest level it's not your job to like give somebody else a younger guy the tips and, and tricks about your job because he's younger, he's paid less. So if he starts getting anywhere near the level of talent where the team says, I think it's time to move on from Ryan because we can build more around Malik, they're going to do it and cut ties with them. And he's looking like a douchebag too, saying that out loud. Right. But he's just being honest. And Malik Willis, I'm sure, isn't taking offense to it. He understands if he learns something along the way, great. Mm -hmm. And that's all it is. Apparently, the uh, 49ers are, like, freaking out right now because uh, Jimmy G, like, is still on the roster, but people are saying Trey Lance hasn't improved at all. And they're like, what the fuck did we do? Like, we oh. literally traded up, got this guy, and now fucking we're trying to literally do everything. We just spent a whole year talking shit about Jimmy G, trying to get him out the door. And now it looks like Jimmy G's our best option. Not a good look for the 49ers right now. They have been, tr been trying to do whatever they can to get Jimmy G out the door. I, I think that that would be hilarious. If they traded Jimmy G and that Trey Lance was a fucking absolute disaster, I think that, I, I think that'd be hilarious. I, speaking of teams that, that have no idea what they're doing, the Raiders. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so o over the course of last week, uh, the Raiders GM was fired uh, and said this. I have committed almost 18 years of my life to the success of the Raiders as general manager and president. I take that responsibility very seriously, which is why multiple written complaints from employees that Mark created a hostile work environment and engaged in other potential misconduct caused me grave concern. When Mark was confronted about these issues, he was dismissive and did not demonstrate the warranted level of concern. Given this, I informed the NFL of these issues and soon thereafter, I was fired in retaliation for Mark's unacceptable actions. I firmly stand by, by my decision to elevate these issues to protect the organization and its female employees. I, I remain committed to doing everything in my power to support the Raiders and the Las Vegas community, which I now call home. I have retained counsel and will have no further comment at this time. So for those that, that are confused, Mark is Mark Davis, their owner. The Raiders went through a whole shitstorm last uh, last year, and we have the timeline here of, of the entire Raiders season and, and all the drama they went through. So on October 8, 2021, an email was sent from John Gruden to Bruce Allen, and it was leaked. It was dated July 21, 2011. It contained a racist insult of the executive director of the National Football League Players Association, uh, Demora Smith. October 10, 2021, a story broke revealing that John Gruden admitted to calling Roger Goodell an unspecified expletive in his email exchanges with Bruce Allen in the 2011 NFL lockout. 
On October 11th, the next day, the New York Times dropped a story revealing that comments that, that Gruden made about Roger Goodell in his emails. He used sexist, homophobic, and misogynistic language in his emails and referred to Roger Goodell as a clueless anti-football pussy. Uh, he also used homophobic language talking to the NFL owners and Michael Sam, the first openly gay player to be drafted in the NFL. That same day, John Gruden resigned from his post as Raiders head coach. And then no November 2nd, Henry Ruggs killed somebody in a car crash, driving at 156 miles per hour, uh, which he is now being tried for, and he is currently in jail. It's just mind-boggling that Mike Mayock, the old GM, literally had a draft where he went Henry Ruggs, Damon Arnett, Brian Edwards, Lynn Bowden, Tanner Muse, John Simpson, and Amik Robertson, and literally none of them made it. Like, just and a bat. Bad look. Multiple arrests. The next year, they, they got the close at Cleveland Farrell, number four. Yeah. And he's, he was a bust. How, how the hell did that guy have a job for a draft analysis on NFL Network for like 10 years? Here's our big topic this week. So disclaimer, if you haven't seen Doctor Strange, pause this part, skip over this part, and go to the next part. I want opening day, 9 p.m., and you're telling me there's no more popcorn buckets? Like, how... Did you guys not send any? Like, what the hell is going on right now? Like, you know people are coming. If you got, you should have a bucket for every seat, for every showing, like one per. Like, if, and how, you can't be sold out. Like, did people buy two? Like, were you letting people come in during the day and buy them? Like, usually you're not allowed to come in and shit and like buy them unless you have, you're there at your show showing time. Like. I've heard, I've seen people like break this down on like trying to go to every AMC and buy one and we're, we're turned away. It's insane. Douche or no douche, people that buy two of the popcorn buckets that, that, that are advertised. I'm saying douche. And then turn around and put it on eBay, selling it for a hundred, 200 bucks. Douche. <laughs> it's one Guaranteed. thing to like want it and keep it. And then like a few years down the road, sell it. But if you're buying one to keep and one to sell, douche. <laughs> solid film if, like i said earlier if it wasn't for the cameos the movie bs to be completely honest we hit the round running right away fast paced no time to think about anything american chavez very good character i enjoyed her a lot uh seeing the multiple doctor stranges different kind of worlds very entertaining how the hell are you going to have Mr. Fantastic roll up and just get bodied like that? They literally Black Bolt dead. Like, Wanda, I love seeing Wanda unleash finally, but, like, that was insane. Nobody put up a fight besides fucking Peggy Carter, Captain Britain, and fucking Monica Rambeau's Captain Marvel. Like, that is insane that, like, they were the last two standing. And then you get Monica Rambeau bodied by a goddamn statue. <laughs> like, that's it. A statue killed her. <laughs> get out of here. Wanda was a bad. This is the only thing that, that, that I actually liked about this film. The rest of it was shit. Wanda was a fucking badass in this film. My God. They really showed her true powers because she is basically the strongest character in the, in the MCU, I, I would say, in terms of her powers. It, it showed in this film right here. She was an absolute badass. She came in with the whole Illuminati. First of all, the whole hype for the Illuminati destroyed, ruined for me. 
because the, the way Marvel did it, in my opinion, it was basically like fan service for, for the, all the characters that were, that were part of it. So for, for those that don't know what, what the whole uh, Illuminati is, it's basically a group of Marvel characters who came together uh, to basically make decisions for the world uh, based on, you know, big events that, that, that are occurring. So if, if there's a big catastrophe in the world, the Illuminati would meet all at once to discuss how, how they would go about fixing this problem. So the original members were Iron Man, Professor X, Black Bolt, Namor, Doctor Strange, and Mr. Fantastic. In this film, they had Carl Mordo, Maria Rambo, the alternate version, Captain Carter, Black Bolt, Professor X, and Mr. Fantastic. Now, I was fucking hyped as hell because I seen the rumors that, that, that Mr. Fantastic was going to be in this film. I am a huge Fantastic Four fan. And when I seen Jim fucking Halpert as <laughs> Mr. Fantastic, I nearly fucking, I nearly left the theater. Like, come on. I know John Krasinski has been a fan mm -hmm casted favorite for a very long time to, to be mr fantastic but every time i see this guy i think of fucking jim halpert mr fantastic is supposed to be the smartest person in the world and the man that is playing him is known for playing a character who put a fucking stapler in jello i think this is a horrible fucking casting it should have been because uh, like mike said he got fucking destroyed in the film it was basically, I say, a good five minutes of him be being in the film. Am, am I wrong about that? Five, five to seven minutes. No fight sequence with him whatsoever. Wanda comes in and she just fucking annihilates him. It's, it's not even close. String cheese, literally. It was ridiculous. But I think that they should have had the original Mr. Fantastic from the 05 movie, Johan Griffith, come in and play the character it, because it, it was a very small cameo part and, he, and, 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 then, and then he just ends up getting killed by Wanda. So why bring in fucking uh, Jim Alpert to fucking be John Krasinski if, if he's just going to get fucking destroyed? Back in the day when Kevin Feige had to ask permission and like work with this other guy who was the head of ABC, Professor X has died three fucking times. He's a future past dead. This movie dead. Like Last Stand. Last stand, like he gets fucking destroyed by Jean Grey. A uh, Logan, four, maybe four. Oh, Logan, I forgot about that. Yeah, how many times do you need to watch this guy die? <laughs> and 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 the way he got killed, it was fucking gruesome. Oh yeah, the Dude, next snap. The it's, it's insane too. She that wasn't even fully Wanda either. She was what is it? Mind walking, like uh, dream walking. Yeah, dream walking. Yeah. She was going through a fucking using a dark hold. It's insane. That one scene between him and Wanda and, you know, with, with his mind control could have been so much better. It was a yeah. very short scene. And, th and then he, he en ends up getting killed by Wanda, like, r right after that, that occurs. That could have been a lot longer and a lot better between a better interaction between them two. It, it could have been basically like like a whole Jean Grey uh, moment with him and her. But it, it, we just got her trapped under rubble. Really? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Sam Raimi said the original cut was two hours and 40 minutes. We, That's good enough for me. Yeah. Yeah. They should have kept it in there because it literally was too short. We had too much going on. He literally said they cut 30 minutes. So the original cut was 240 and there was still 30 minutes that could have been in there, but they cut, decided to cut it out during their editing. And dude, Marvel's got to stop it with the goddamn trailer showing us everything. 
I would have enjoyed seeing fucking Professor X roll up in a goddamn fucking little scooter so much more if I came into it cold not knowing. Like, how the hell are you going to show us that leading up to the goddamn movie? That scene was badass. He rolls up in the original yellow wheelchair and, and you hear the -na 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 -na, and they put the music on. I was like, oh shit, here he comes. And he, he rolls up in there and they're like, oh yeah, here's our last member, Charles Xavier. But the thing that pissed me off was, as I said a couple minutes ago, with the whole fan service, the characters they put in had nothing to do with the original Illuminati at all. Those characters have never, besides Professor X, been in the uh, been been in the group at all. They were never in it. Besides, it was Professor X and uh, Black Bolt who were, who were the only two original people in in the movie who were actually original members. Uh, Captain America was uh, a part of the group, but not Captain Carter. Mortal was never in it. Uh, and oh yeah, oh sorry, it was Professor X, Black Bolt, and then Reed Richards, who, who were the three uh, out of all of them who were the original members. The rest of them had nothing to do with that group at all, comics, movies, TV, or film. So what was the point of putting them all together? It was a weird group to begin with, first of all. And then and they, they all get destroyed. Yeah, it was literally just them trying to force what if into mm -hmm. the fucking movie yep like mm -hmm. yep now you got to go watch that like if you didn't watch it you better go back and watch like right it was such a fucking disney move and and oh yeah that, that's right because they had the whole captain carter and the what if and they ruined that too captain carter's um entrance got, got a, a bit of a pop in my theater but they spoiled it with her because she was in the poster for, for the film as well they, they put her little character um you know the whole little british uh captain america shield in there for captain carter but the way she was she was introduced i was shocked that, that she was even in in the illuminati because Cap she, she was never in the group whatsoever besides captain america but that was the original captain america who was in the group whatsoever it was rumored that that we were gonna have iron man superior iron man uh with tom cruise being the film so I thought it should have been Superior Iron Man with Tom Cruise, Professor X, uh, Reed Richards, played by Johan Griffith, because that's it should have been if it should have been the original Mr. Fantastic, who I thought did a great job with it, uh, Black Bolt, and then one character from the from the whole fan service bullshit because they they, they couldn't add Doctor Strange in it uh, because he was the main character of the movie. So I thought they should have done it that way. I'm surprised they didn't include Tobey Maguire as Spider Man as part of it too, as Illuminati Council member, like. It's Sam Raimi's movie. I, I'm a big Sam Raimi fan, but I did not. I, let's be honest, I did not enjoy this film. Bro, people were literally going into the movie. I was looking at Twitter and shit. People were like, oh, this is Marvel dipping their toes into the horror genre. Like, are you an idiot? Like, are you five years old? You're telling Come me on, you, were, you were scared during that? No. <laughs> it is just, it's the same. It's like the same thing when people say like, oh, Marvel's going darker. They're look, look out, DC. Here they come. Like the no, they're not. <laughs> Captain Carter's death. It wasn't even shown. Like her, like yeah, her getting impaled by, by the shield. Half, you don't even see blood on the goddamn shield. Yeah, and and then uh, Captain Marvel, Monica Rambeau, the alternate version of her, because it it, it was not the um, actress from WandaVision who was playing that character or some other uh, some other lady. She gets destroyed by a, a statue, and she, and then uh, Reed Richards gets fucking made into fucking pasta and then uh black bolt gets destroyed by his own fucking powers by wanda who it's monica from 
Monica's mom from Oh, that's right. Captain Marvel. Yeah. Yes, that's who it was. I, I was I was trying to figure out what who that was and what her name yeah. was, but yeah. That was Monica's mother from Captain Marvel, which I did not enjoy. <laughs> that film was garbage. I'm just gonna be honest. It definitely was. Dude, she got the motive for her own goddamn sequel. They they literally the Marvels. They you didn't hear about this? No, I yeah. did not. Yeah, You're kidding. She, it was supposed to be her sequel, and now they put it with the girl with the stretchy arms. Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel, yeah. Wow. It's now her movie. It's that damn Captain Marvel attached. It's that damn lesbian haircut she has now. I did not enjoy that Dude, shit. That was such a bad cut. Horrible cut. She looks like fucking Ellen. Like, come on. Hey man. there, Peter Parker. Like, yeah, like turned me on when she said it though. If, if, I, if I was Peter, I'd be like, <laughs> really, bitch? Where have you been? Where have you been? Captain Marvel, first of all, she ruined the fucking endgame. How the fuck? You're, you're supposed to be the most powerful person in, in the MCU. You, you can't get the fucking glove out Thanos? Get the fuck out of here. You killed Tony Stark. She should have been the one to, to take the fucking gauntlet and snap it because she could have lived. And that you fucking killed Tony Stark. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to say Monica Rambeau. Captain Marvel, fuck you. Like, blows my mind that Hulk's like, is ma- mainly gamma and i'm made of gamma like and the dude literally couldn't function after that his arm was fucking ruined like what the, what was the whole fucking point bro like you're supposed to be the smartest man one of the smartest men on earth and you literally got your arm fucked infinity war and any game the hulk was ruined in those films i was so they pissed the fuck out of him like do you know how badass it, it would have been if Hulk just bursted out of that whole Iron Man suit and just beat everybody's ass, that would have got a humongous pop in the theater. And but they said, "No, fuck you. Have uh, have him in the suit." Two movies in a row. Okay, let let's make Captain Marvel hot into a, a lesbian who is not is, is unattractive with her dumbass haircut from Supercuts. So I'm I'm hoping because Reed Richards died in this film that he's not in the new remake for the event for the Fantastic Four that's coming out next next year. I'm hoping it, it was just a one time cameo, to, you know, to, to give the fans that whole enjoyment and then move on. No, he's 100 in it because the, each character is their variance because we they said like oh like when you're dreaming and you experience this they're literally experiencing a variance fucking current situation right so all and it is it, how, that's how they explained it the rumor was for years it was going to be john john krasinski as reed richards and then his wife emily blunt as sue storm and so for those that that, that may not have called us during the film wanda asked reed richards do Such you a have a line too do you have a wife and he goes, yeah. And so I knew, I was like, oh, motherfucker, that confirms that he's, Emily Blunt will be Sue Storm. So that means he has got to be back as Reed Richards. Oh, fucking hell. Like, really? Say the line, bro. And then she was like, I, well, well, she's like, oh, yeah. So then somebody will be there to raise your children or some shit yeah. like that, right? And then she just fucking killed him. So she, she basically cuts him up into fucking pieces and then blows his head up. Yeah, that was a good fucked. We are gonna out barstool barstool. Me, me and Mike are big barstool fans. I am a frequent barstool uh, redditor, and uh, I went on the barstool Reddit last night, uh, and I've seen some breaking news. It appears that Marty and Rhea have been spotted out uh, together in Seattle, and it appears that they are dating. So last night, uh, news broke out in the, in the Chicks in the Office subreddit as a fan took pictures of Ma- and pictures and videos of Marty Mush and Rhea holding hands and kissing in Seattle, where Chicks in the Office is doing a live show. So we have the picture here because I'm not sure if Mike has seen it yet. Here we go, Marty Mush. I'm gonna zoom in. Here's the photo right here. 
If you oh, zoom he's in, got her arms around there. If you zoom in, that is definitely oh, Marty Morris right there. Yeah. The, ra the Raising Cane's hat, first of all, which Barstow is, is sponsored with. And then this purple sweater right here, he was wearing the night before on a live stream. And look at the girl in front of her. She's got the Barstow logo on wearing her. Wearing the like, Barstow. And there's no connected. And there's no way in hell that this is not Rhea yeah. right there. Oh, but it, it, there's no question about it. That's 100% them. Like, That's 100% Marty and Rhea. And first of all, you have to be an absolute dumbass to go out and date your now boss's ex-girlfriend because Hank, who dated Rhea back in the day, is now the head of content at Barstool, and he is now M Marty Mutz dating his ex-girlfriend. Fucking idiot. Bad look. I did go look, and somebody brought this up. They're like, uh, she dumped. Uh, Hank, Hank, thinking she was gonna fuck uh Tyler Cameron like when he came <laughs> on to the right. fucking pod. I was dying, and now she's with Marty Mush. Marty <laughs> fucking Mush, that noodle bowl, fucking dweeb. Like, are you kidding me? The motherfucker can't count to six. In my opinion, Rhea is the hottest chick at bar store. No, she's it's one or two, like one, yeah, two, like, absolutely. She's, she's up there. So, I, Marty, I gotta think, like. Casey Smith on a good day. Yeah, <laughs> like but Casey, competition. she has like worked on it every fucking five days. So it's not yeah. even like she, she lost her fucking spot. She's out of here. It's real. She's the hottest chick at Barstool. So Marty, W on that for you. But humongous L on your life, the way you look, the way you talk, and just your, your overall thought process in general for being a dumbass, for dating your boss's ex-girlfriend, thinking that's going to be okay. I want to know what, what Dave's going to say about this. Like, is that... What? There's got a, they're official now. Like they got HR and shit. Absolutely. Like that. That that's frowned upon now. Like, right. but Hank is, is one of the OG Barstool guys because he, he used to be an intern at Milton, and now he, he's the head of Barstool. There's no way that Dan and Dave are not gonna go side with their with Hank, and now no, nobody is, is gonna side with Marty. So Marty, I'm I'm gonna be honest, he he may be out of Barstool. I give him about three more months, and then he's fucking canned. He's done. They somebody just this week asked Dave like who has the Cooper pass like mm -hmm. you could get away with murder pretty much and he was like KFC PMT like uh, I hate KFC <laughs> I hate that guy holy fuck he is a he, fucking for a annoying. guy who swears he has great hair his hair is drastically receding like at a fast pace KFC fuck you you cheat on your wife <laughs> and then you get mad when people expose you for it. go fuck yourself idiot oh my god I forgot all about you that. remember that. Oh. Yes, that was this, some drama. This dude cheated on his wife, and his wife found out by checking his phone for messages, right? And she saw the messages with him and this chick uh, that he was talking to. This dude comes in the office the next day on Barstool Radio and acts like he has just seen someone be shot and killed in front of his very eyes, and that he's going through a whole dramatic experience. This dude cheated on his own freaking wife. Like, get the hell out of here, buddy. Like, there's... I, and people... He, he, this guy constantly puts a, 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 other people down at Barstool and saying, oh, yeah, I have no money and all that shit. He constantly complains. Kevin Clancy constantly complains about having no money. It's because you cheat on your wife, so all, all the money has to go to fucking child support, you dumb fuck. So that's why he has no money. But he, I don't know why, why people in, in the office don't use the whole, oh, yeah, at, at least I don't cheat on my own wife, uh, like roast for him but they, they never they never use it because he's apparently a, a big person at barstool but apparently he wants to leave now I, I know for a fact that a few years ago like right when that happened somebody did come at like clapped back at him and was like at least i didn't cheat like blah 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 like yeah like 
I didn't cheat on my pregnant wife. She was pregnant at the time too. Yeah, I think, I th- I think she was. I, I might have been pregnant. I, I think he has three kids or two kids, but I think she, she may have been pregnant too. Yeah, not a good look. Barstool good look. content's content, like you said. Like they, right. I'm sure they're happy about it in a way, but drama is going down. Next rough and rowdy is definitely Marty versus Hank. Marty versus Hank. And that's <laughs> why I, I, I always say content is content. You know, do anything for the content. And that's why I was pissed off with Jacob and Steven a couple weeks ago. Not Jacob and Steven, Jacob and Josh for not allowing the content to be content. Uh, that's why I was fucking upset. But tough for them and uh, and tough for the uh, thing. Uh, the rumor was, and it was confirmed on the day porn I show, that uh, Big Cat has decided to, that he's going to be phased out of New York in a couple of years and move over to Chicago. And I think now that Dave has gone from that um, New York office and Big Cat is going to leave soon, they're, they're going to need somebody to step up and be that head person over at uh, Barstool, New York City. Michael, me and Mike take over the Barstool, New York City office. I mean, come on. Come on. Content is, is content. Uh, is our fans to blow up our videos and get it Facts. seen by one of those people because I'm right. sure they'll be interested in us. <laughs> Like imagine me and Mike with you know Rhea and Fran, Hank, Frank the Tank, who who, who we had, who, who we, we already had on the show a couple of months ago, um, Kevin Clancy, who I would definitely scream in his face if I ever saw that fucking guy in person. Uh, those, those are being a fucking incom- incompetent. Part of my take would be fucking hilarious. Uh, the Yak Show, a few of those guys had no fucking brain cells whatsoever, so I don't like a couple of them. Uh, a, a little sass. Get the fuck out of here, buddy. Oh my god, five hundred k a year. Get the hell out of here. Come on, man. Grown uh, Philly native is like the only, like, he's probably the best content guy they got. Yeah, Roan, I, I don't mind. So, fuck it, why not? I'll hang out with him. But that would be very fun to go ahead and go, go ahead and over and, and do that shit. But if I was, if I was in Boston, New York right now, and I went on the, because I, there's no way in hell that, that those guys do not read the Barstool Reddit. Everyone reads the Barstool Reddit, subreddits, everything like that. I would have an emergency podcast right now. Dave, Big Cat, Marty, Rhea, entire office. Because also Marty dated Casey Smith's sister and cheated on her too, I think. Holy shit. Yeah, so. Peps like literally loves this kind of shit too. Because the whole Jaden Hosler, Nessa Barrett with Josh Richards. Mm -hmm. This is just that 2.0 pretty much. Mm -hmm. But now officially Barstool members. Like you're caught red-handed. He's got his arms around her. That is, you can't. There's no excuse for that. By a fan as well. It was by a fan that posted that. A fan of their podcast posted that and exposed them. If anybody here here in 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 the Gquam Mafia ever fucking does that to us, dead to us. (laughs) Do not ever fucking try to expose us like that ever again. If if you see us in the street, keep on walking. Keep on walking. (laughs) If you see us in the street with somebody that we're involved with, keep on walking. She went from an OG Milton member who has Barstool stock, who is now the head of content at Barstool, to someone who can't fucking spell his own first and last name correctly and can't count to five. And And Marty lives in his mom's basement with a fucking parrot still. I do believe he does, so that, I don't know how that's going on between him and Rhea going going. And and she well apparently they're 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 both from Staten Island, which is why I'm sure they get along. And I think both of them still live with their parents because after Rhea broke up with Hank, she moved she moved out of Hank's apartment and back with her with her mom and dad in Staten Island. Diddy, 
Uh, he was exposed on Twitter and TikTok recently uh, because a couple years ago there there were rumors that Diddy was dating Steve Harvey's daughter Lori uh, when, when they were out together on multiple occasions. Um, at the time, she was 22 and he was 49. On Twitter, pictures were posted that showed that Lori Harvey was also involved with P. Diddy's son, Justin, years before she got with, P, with Diddy. What is going on with Lori Harvey's, uh, with Steve Harvey's daughter? I, I think she's, she's for the streets, as people say. Yeah, I was about to say, I know for a fact he has a, a son right around her age. Like, what are you doing dating girls your kid's age? Like, bro, you're just double dipping there. Like, she's just getting a whole family at this point. And she is now with Michael B. Jordan, too. <laughs> oh, my God. So that, she is there definitely are, for the streets. She is for the streets. Calling it. Has to be done. Homie uh, Hopper. That's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, Jack Harlow. This guy apparently uh, released a new album, and it's apparently garbage. Uh, one person on Twitter tweeted, You guys hype up Jack Harlow too much, all for the most boring album of the year. Someone else tweeted, Jack Harlow is the most average rapper. He is an industry plant who will lose his hype soon. I can point out six dudes that look exactly like him in Delaware County, Pennsylvania right now. Like, <laughs> got six of them. Any girls looking for their Jack Harlow lookalike? I got you. I'll send you a DM. I can't stand when like artists put out like a snippet of a song and it's like, actually is catchy. Like I'll... Oh, copyright, 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 yeah. copyright. We don't have the rights to that song. We don't have the rights to that. Fergie, whatever. Don't, Fergie, don't, don't, don't. Copyright I think you us. can sit here allowed to sing shit. Like, no, you can, no, you can, you can. Not, not if, if you sing it with no music and just the lyrics by yourself, YouTube will fucking copyright you and clip you. Ah, uh, well, who cares? Come fight me, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 YouTube, fucking that. Oh. Anyway, up, Dave, Dave, you know, you know what to do on that part. Anyway. First class. Sorry. <laughs> so the bop, you think the song's gonna be good, and then right. the whole track comes out, and it's just like, damn, like you guys hyped up that shit. Like, damn. and he's so like, I don't. There's a clip going around of his concert, and he's like, yeah, yeah, like pointing out the mic to, like for them to sing it, and it's so boring. They're like, this is y'all entertainer. Like yeah. Michael Jackson would never be caught doing that shit. You know, he gave up uh, drinking and smoking for like a year because he wanted to hone in on his his craft he said he said he had no issue like no addiction problem he just wanted to be the best he could be he said that on like the breakfast club he's an auto-tune rapper i don't i don't understand why he would need to stop with the drinking and singing it's not gonna affect his, his he's not a singer he's a rapper he's not like he's fucking gonna affect his vocal cords or anything like that I, and maybe if you were a singer or an opera singer maybe you would need to do that in order to you know keep your voice intact but if you're just fucking around with, you know, first class up in the sky and shit like that, I don't really think you need to be worrying about that. Uh, but somebody that doesn't need to worry about things being uh, put out there is Kim Kardashian. Uh, on a recent episode of The Kardashians, uh, it showed Kanye bringing Kim a suitcase that supposedly had some unreleased footage of her tape with Ray J. In reality, Ray J says that the laptop contained intimate photos and texts exchanged between her and him between 2006 and 2009, and that Kim has always had the unreleased footage. He also revealed that he, Kim, and Kris Jenner teamed up to release the original tape. And the most shocking news is that Kanye and, and the rest of the family never knew that it was Kim that released the tape herself. Kris Jenner is literally the devil like she works harder than anybody she doesn't give a fuck who she hurts all she cares about is that bottom line 
in in other wild shit, Pete Davidson got fucking Kim's children's initials tattooed on him too. That is that it? that crosses the line right kids, there, bro. You're they're not your kids. That crosses the line right there. Kanye kill himself like it, at this rate, or is he gonna Kanye, put, out, put out a banger? One you you can't you can't just put people's kids name on, on your neck like that, Pete. Come on, man. That's that's like crossing the line right there okay maybe kim tattooed on you okay that's one thing that's a little weird that's fine but the kids and then are not even yours no, those are fighting wars right there so there if i kanye maybe a drone strike at his house i'm not sure what the hell's gonna happen maybe kanye likes to fucking drop a bomb in or fucking nail bomb his house i don't know what's going on between them but that's crossing the line for me that's that's messed up in my book i i'd be upset about that would you be upset <laughs> Oh, I'd be heated. And haven't you learned Correct. your lesson, bro? Like, you've been on hopping girl to girl to girl since Ariana Grande. Like, how many girls are you going to have tattooed on you at this rate? Like, by the time you finally settle down, that girl's probably going to be offended with all these girls' names you got. Like, right. say you and Kim break up and you got her. Oh, they will. They will. Oh, yeah. I th- I'm calling it, too. They're not lasting. Nah, they're not. They're not. The fluke. Absolutely. PR stunt and you know that they're pro- they're probably bang- they're probably railing each other. That's fine. They're probably you know friends of benefits and then they'll move on. Attracted to somebody that's new, new to her. She's been with Kanye for a long time. He's a funny guy. Okay, everybody's fucking. I know plenty of people that are fucking funny, and uh, I, I guess so. so I, I me and Michael calling it right here. This relationship will not last. So when it doesn't, come back to this podcast, leave a like and comment, and subscribe to this motherfucker, and uh, tell us that, that we were right. So apparently the first Star Wars budget was so low that Harrison Ford only made 10k for his role as Han Solo. James Earl Jones only made 7k for his voice as Darth Vader. Peter Mayhew, who played Chewbacca, only made $450 a week and had to move back in with his parents after filming. And David Prowse, who was the actor in the Darth Vader suit, he wasn't even paid at all. He, David Prowse is heated about that shit too. He, he like was so offended when they were like, you're just here for your body. Like that's all you are. Like we don't want your voice, this and that. They said it sounded so like you can find it. There's YouTube videos about it of him like talking and it just does not fit with the suit and everything. And George knew that day one, like he, he knew like, that's not our voice for Vader and credit to George. Like he's very good about like little details like that. He broke down the uh, Anakin, like his hair and everything for Revenge of the Sith. And that's pretty interesting to watch, too. Like he was like, he wants to look more like Qui-Gon, this and that, like the colors, the darker colors to symbolize like his turn to the dark side, his rebellious rebellion from the Jedi. Like he already knew he was better than everybody there. George is very good with these small details. Uh, but David Prowse was from the UK, and, and as Mike just said, if, if you go on YouTube and look at it, David Prowse actually did the lines for Vader in the movie when they were filming it. But he's uh he has like this high pitched British accent, which if you're Darth, if that's your main fucking uh, villain, that's not scaring anybody. Come on. I'm pretty sure James Earl Jones only made like seven k for all three of those movies um, too. Like, probably it's a, it's a pretty wild like number. It's maybe nine k. Like, he literally didn't make much. And, like, with everything afterwards, too, you would think they would throw him a check or something. Like, I, I don't think it worked like that. And he did come back for the uh, Rise of Skywalker, I he think. He came back for uh, Skywalker and Rebels, I believe, as well. Yeah, George made all of his money because he took the toy deal. Like, he said, I, I want this, the license licensing, 
and everything. Like he made bread on that end. Like smart man on that. Like he gambled on himself and, and he won. And then sold all of it to Kathleen Kennedy, who I swear, if she ruins the fucking Kenobi series, I'm gonna fucking flip my shit. I'm a, I'm a little mad at myself. I fell into a uh, little rabbit hole on Reddit and got a little spoiled. Oh no. She absolutely fucking ruined Kenobi. I fucking knew it. I fucking took it to be fucking true. She needs to go. She needs to go now. She's the worst head of anything at Disney. She's got to go. She's horrible. She ruined, uh, what was it? Clone Wars. That was fucking, the Marte sisters was a fucking horrible idea. She was part of the Skywalker saga. That was eh. I mean, the whole Ray thing, it should have been Ray Kenobi instead of Ray Skywalker, that's my opinion. But it was all fucking bullshit. She forces her agenda. That's what everybody's saying about the Kenobi show. She literally, this is, this is a limited series. You're only getting, we're only getting like six episodes of fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi and Vader. And they said that she literally pushed these new new ca- characters, the fucking Grand Inquisitor, not the Grand Inquisitor, but the black one. She's a new character, freshly made up. We've always had Inquisitors, part of Rebels and everything, but this one is specifically brand new, and they said that she is forced onto the show, and she has more screen time than fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi himself, and she literally steals the show. Like, what the fuck, Kathleen Kennedy? We came here for two reasons. Anakin Skywalker and fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi. Not even Luke. We don't care about a little boy Luke right now. We want to see the duel again. Rematch. Fuck you, Kathleen Kennedy. Vader needs to come kill you in real life. Neapolitan ice cream. Do you know what that is? No. Neapolitan ice cream. Cold shit where they like scoop like. It is the the tub with vanilla, strawberry, and chocolate all in one container. People actually enjoy that shit. People actually, if you like, first of all, I, I'm, I'm a big vanilla fan. I don't fucking want to, I don't want to fucking see chocolate. I don't like chocolate. People can, people can like it and have their chocolate, but I don't want that shit anywhere near me. I'm afraid of vanilla. But if you buy the fucking ice cream container that has vanilla, strawberry, and chocolate all in one touching each other, that is fucking disgusting. It makes me want to, makes me just fucking want to throw up. Also, people who do the samples, oh, yeah. the sample abusers, the lines out the fucking door and they're like, can I try this one too? Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Come on, man. If you're a sample abuser, go fuck yourself. You cannot, two or three samples is good, two to four, good enough. Anything over that, you're a fucking douche. Douche or no douche, people that oversample, I'm calling douche. And I love it too. They'll, they'll be like, can I try this? Can I try that? And they get something they didn't even fucking try. They knew what they wanted the whole time. They just fucking want to hold up the line and be fucking watch the world burn. They will fuck, they will sample 8,000 ice creams and, and be like, yeah, just, just give me the fucking plain vanilla. That's fine with me. Good enough <laughs> for me. I'm like, what the fuck? Are you fucking kidding me? Phil Mickelson. More breaking news of these people. A, a new book came out exposing him. So according to the new book that was just released, government auditors conducted a forensic examination of Phil Mickelson's finances. He has over $40 million in gambling debt in a four-year period from 2010 to 2014. And that's why he was scrutinized because in his prime earning years, his income was just north of $40 million. So he was offered 100 mil to convince golfers to drop out of the PGA Tour and play in the Saudi League where they were offering them 
30 to 100 mil to play. So Phil Mickelson, they're saying that the only reason why he was offered and one of the PGA players to go play in the Saudi League was so he, he can get that 100 mil and pay off his gambling debt, which he has that is now built up over the years. Golfers get into a lot of fucking issues. Do you just see John Daly's son just signed a big NIL deal with him and his father with Hooters? Oh yeah, I seen that. I seen that. First father son nil. It's wild shit. Like Hooters is signing everybody for that nil. Fuck's sake. First, first Doug, uh, Doug Eater was was with the Hooters. Oh no, that, that was that was Buffalo Wild Wings. Never mind. Fuck it. Sorry. Same shit. <laughs> Same shit. Fuck, you're both wings. Fuck it. Who cares? Wings. <laughs> wings for everybody. Uh, Carl Edwards Jr. for the Braves. This guy got a World Series ring and only played in one third of an inning. So the Braves gave Carl Edwards Jr. his World Series ring this past week. He pitched. Only one third inning for the Braves, gave up three runs and a 12 2 loss in a random game in May. And he, st- he didn't play all the World Series and the rest of the year. And he is now playing in AAA. And that- he still got a World Series ring. That should not count. I mean, you were on the team. You might as well. If you don't play in the World Series, no ring for you. They, literally, they literally fucking give rings to fucking locker room boys and shit. Like, any- yeah. if you're just part of the organization, you get a ring no matter what. Acuna. That 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 ring does not count for you, buddy. Home run, fucking first home run since coming back. He fell the fuck over. I know, I seen that. That was badass. But he no, he has not. no rings, in my opinion. In my, in my record book, if you don't win the World Series, if you don't play in it, like Frank Thomas for the White Sox, he got one, and but but he but he was injured for the World Series. He didn't play in it, but he still played that entire season. Doesn't count. Bobby Wood Jr. of the Royals hit his first home run against the Cardinals. Instead of throwing it back to the ball boy, Harrison Bader took it and chucked it into the fucking Royals water fountain or fucking fountain in the outfield. I I believe we we had the video here. Now watch what happens afterwards. The fans don't get it. Bader doesn't understand. That's his first big league home run. So he throws it into the fountain. (laughs) Oh, no. Look at the fans. They're all going, Do you see the guy at the end with the fit, the... It out the fucking the mop. Out. He had to fucking get yeah. out of with the fucking mop. Imagine, Jesus Christ, that's unfortunate. Cincinnati Reds, they have scored the NL War seventy nine runs and have allowed hundred and sixty six. They have a team six point nine ERA, and to make matters even worse, because they are tanking, they only have a sixteen point five percent chance at the number one pick overall in this year because uh, the MLB, like like a smart league, unlike the NFL has a new draft lottery system and so teams can, but the the main rule is teams cannot receive lottery picks in three straight seasons so if they don't start winning games by 2025 the earliest pick they, they can possibly get is pick number seven i i don't i'm not a fan of that rule but i, but I do like the uh the league's new draft lottery i, I did not know that, that they, they started doing this until a couple weeks ago it well, really wouldn't matter if it was the Phillies because the Phillies had the number one pick for four straight years and they fucking blew them all. Mickey Moniak and all these other guys were all bust. Like, in the Phillies sucks still. Worst farm system in baseball. It's just so hard to be, like, any fucking Philly, Philadelphia sports fan for any team. Rumors are that, that uh, Joe Girardi will, will be fired this season. That's, that's a big he rumor. He better be fired. The dude literally... All coaches in Philadelphia are absolutely ass. Joe Girardi, Doc Rivers, like none of them can coach. None of them make adjustments. None of them teach anything. They're just preachers. They played the TNT timeout with Doc Rivers and his Sixers 
uh, he I literally said that. nothing. He didn't make any adjustments. He said, we're just going to keep on playing. No, like, no fucking shit. We're not going to end the game right now, dickhead. Like, <laughs> did you see that shit? Where the guy put a five cent uh, parlay in and hit $300,000. It was like, a, f- yeah, big, big thing on FanDuel. It was like talked about uh, last week or a week before. Five what, what was it? Oh, I'll, I'll find it. Oh yeah, it it was a fifty cent parlay and it turned into one hundred thirty thousand. Yep. It was January 13, 2020, 2022. It was Gordon Hayward first basket, Bogdan first basket, Evan Fournier first basket, and then Christian Wood first basket. Uh, five cent par, fifty cent parlay that turned into one hundred thirty thousand dollars. There's a current guy right now who's uh who bet like the last uh national championship, college football national championship, uh NFL Super Bowl. And he had oh he had two North Carolina Final Four, and he currently still has like three more bets waiting for the season to come into, and he's sitting on like they are offering him like a three hundred fifty thousand dollar payout. But if he sits and hits all of them, he wins like one point three million dollars. And people are like, cash out, bro. Like it's not worth it. And like he's I, I think he's riding with it as of now. I put down uh like two years ago before like they canceled the march madness they didn't even do it i had kentucky the win straight up mm-hmm. and they were getting blown the fuck out by like florida or something absolutely madness so i cashed out i said fuck that i'm not losing all my money and kentucky came back and won so oh, like no. they were making a comeback so i put 50 bucks down just say fuck it who cares and i already cashed out like so like i lost all the money I put down pretty much only got a chunk back. And then I put 50 more dollars down on Kentucky and Kentucky came back and won. So I made up for like the money I lost. But if I just let it ride, I would have won big. And I was so mad at myself. I'm saying this right now because I said it before DC over Marvel. But I'm saying the Batman beat out Doctor Strange and Spider-Man combined. DC has been on a great run since like Aquaman and everything came out. I think they're very much catching up with them. The only difference is like DC doesn't have their universe set or anything like they're just putting out good, solid solo movies. So it's not like at that stakes of everything. But like I'm hearing very fucking scary rumors that DC, the new brass at fucking Warner Discovery's blowing up DCEU like it's over. Like especially after this Ezra Miller shit, like they're just like, it's not worth it. We might as well reboot it. Can this guy stop getting fucking arrested? He got arrested again. Like, what the hell is he doing? They said he paid off those people, too, to get that those charges dropped. And then oh, literally yeah. a week later, he gets popped with a new charge. It's like, come on, bro. Like, you were the Flash, buddy. I don't think you understand this. Like, you are you have a big opportunity to be, a, like, a big star in DCEU, and you're fucking it up. No, Barry. We are the Flash. Yeah. Come on. You, you're, you live in Hawaii. How much trouble can you get on one fucking island? I don't understand. Like... <laughs> Fucking people that live there. There's like 10, 10 people that live there. There's like fucking maybe 12 people that live yeah, on the Yeah, it's island. like all, they're like shut down too. Like you, it's hard as shit to get to Hawaii with COVID yeah. rules and everything. How are you getting, like, how are you even going outside your house? But there's, there's very strict restrictions there. I don't know how you're getting arrested for people. He, he punched a couple for singing karaoke in a karaoke bar. Like what the fuck? He that, hates that's the song like, Shallow, right? Yeah, he, that's, like, that's like fucking hitting somebody in the face for fucking eating at a restaurant. Like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? He literally he, choked well, that fan that walked up to him. He choked her yeah. down to the ground. 
He took the fan and then he also broke into to that same couple's house who sang, who sang at, at the karaoke bar and like assaulted them. Yeah, said, I'm going to kill your whore wife. <laughs> your slow <laughs> wife. That's what he said. <laughs> that was hilarious. That was a great line by him. Oh, Props him for that shit. I, I laughed hard as when I read that. Dude. I can't stand when motherfucker teachers say like, oh, we don't get paid enough this and that. You chose that fucking career. <laughs> you knew that the pay before you went to college and you went to college <laughs> to be a fucking educator you knew what you're getting into get the fuck out of here and you get the summer's fucking old get out of here oh my like, god you know, it's the easiest job in the world you get to fuck around with kids all day like exactly. I, would, I would imagine being a gym teacher bro the easiest job in a fucking They're babysitters world. yes high paid babysitters what they are you got to play sports all day, like fucking basketball, like softball, yeah. golf, whatever the fuck it is. And you and like and if you have good students that like are like entertaining and shit, it's it's a breeze. Like you get to dick around, like get yeah. out of here. And especially if, if you're a preschool through you know first through eighth grade, those, those grades don't even count. So it's it's not like you're fucking doing anything that, that's fucking yeah. meaningful. You're not like, molding you're just, these people in the fucking exactly. <laughs> if if you're a, if you're a high school teacher, maybe I I'm I'm on respect for you, you know, going forward because you know you're getting kids into college. But if you're pre K through eight, go fuck yourself. You're not you're not, you're not a real teacher. You're, you're a babysitter, bona fide babysitter who gets paid un, unlivable wages to because you do nothing. All right, well, that should do it for this week's episode. Uh, we appreciate everybody for joining us this week. Um, as always, if you're looking to buy tickets for anything, any app, Seeky is the best app that, that allows you to buy and sell tickets at any time you want uh, at any moment that you want. Um, it's helped me a lot uh, when, when buying tickets. So if you want to uh, use code GQAR for $20 off your first purchase, go ahead and do so. Also, go on BetUS. Go on, go on the link in, in, in our description and go out and use BetUS. Uh, for your horse racing, NBA, NFL games that are coming up, um, baseball games, if you want to start betting on those, and any betting needs you have, go on BetUS uh, and use our link in, in the description. Uh, go ahead and follow Mike on all of his socials as well. Mike is, is helping us out over the past couple of weeks, and we appreciate that so much. Uh, Philly Nation, we appreciate you guys and all of your support. Um, and we you know just appreciate all, all the love that we've been getting. Also to our haters, you know we love you guys too. And, uh, yeah, that should do it for this week's episode. And uh, we, we have a lot more planned for you guys in the future. And hopefully we got some more. Um, we, have, we we should have a, a new guest on next week. Um, hopefully we'll, we'll have plenty more going on uh, and so forth and things like that. So we should be good to go. And, uh, yeah, so if you're watching on YouTube, like and subscribe. Leave a comment down below. If you're watching via pod, if you're listening via podcast format, go ahead and, and leave a five-star review. Um, as well as go ahead and follow our uh podcast as well and subscribe to it it would help us out a lot so we appreciate everybody for joining us this week and as always have a blessed week